This week, we are gonna discuss the state of black love in 2022. Peace family, happy Sunday. Welcome back to episode 12 of Air It The Fuck Out. Shout out to the new listeners in Canada. I appreciate you so much. So grateful and humbled that you came back another week. Shout out to the returning listeners. Numbers are doing great. Podcast is blowing up. Thank you so much. Keep in mind, this is not your traditional podcast. It's not going to be politically correct. Nevertheless, let's get it. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Queen Smoke. Many of you may be wondering why I chose a podcast as my platform. To keep it real with you, I don't want to be looked at. I want to be listened to. I know if I got your attention, I can get into your head. Now, I'm going to need all the bitches, all the niggas, and all the bitch niggas to leave the building. Because it's time to air it the fuck out. Vike Will, how's everybody doing? Thank you. You're welcome. And um, let's get it. I just want to know why you feel like you're qualified for this conversation. Well, my qualification will be that, you know, I've been in love with a black woman and I could actually attestify of the black love that um, compared to other races, you know, because I've also been with other race different from a black woman you know but i'm currently you know with a black woman and yeah i could tell you that it's really beautiful it's like the best thing that ever happened to me that's so sweet you're welcome so starting off what is your definition of love and then why is black love so important to you and our culture well love for me has to do with unconditional character dealing with somebody that has an unconditional behavior an unconditional feeling it has to do with understanding you know it's it, it has for me love has nothing to do with beauty you know because like the saying love is blind so I was just born like that raised like that I always felt love to be compassion, you gotta give and receive. That's that's my definition of love. And why is it? Why is black love so important to you? And why is it so important to our culture? Well, because um, the our our culture, the black love idea has been frowned on. You know, it's it was nothing that it was not something that was you know appealing to the public way back before civilization and everything it was embossed on the you know like a coven of slavery and then we were just materials you know made to produce workers you feel me so we were not it was not about love there was nothing about love there was no love it was just a company and especially when, you know, we came to America and really, like you said, it was about 
production. Mm-hmm. There's no time for since black people in America were considered three fifths of a person, it's they're not seen as human. No. You know, it's so easy for black families to get separated, you know. No pro- having yeah. to adopt a new white name. So it's easy for you to take a black child from a mom um tagging her to be mentally um disabled or mentally or just breaking up the family they yeah know, it's easy reason. because yeah it's so easy because that 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 home is not actually a home it's a company it's, a, it's, it's like a like a firm and from the start you know it's a business black yeah. love was very important because so right now in this century we're seeing a lot of black people having real love going to the park spending time with their kids you see dads dropping their kids off at school you know interacting with their parents you know you see um kids of this age you know actually having to be with black people you know having the liberty in class in school to date whoever they want but you still see the black folks clinging to themselves and it's not frowned upon in, in 2020 it's a better no, age it depends on where you're looking it depends on what you're seeing i think with time we grew better because we, we it wasn't this way in like the 1800s and the 1900s if you know where i'm coming from with time and with the revolution and everything i think it's better off than the, than way back well That's, i honestly have to disagree i do feel like you know statistically black men do choose black women in marriage you know and yeah. black women are you know married to 94 percent of black men i feel like 86 percent of black men married to black women so the statistics are definitely definitely on our side but what's portrayed and also what i've experienced and what i do see is a lack of understanding between the genders as far as a lot of bashing on both sides a lot of the baby mom baby father culture i feel like black love is so important for me and for our culture because it shows not only a willingness but dedication to love somebody apart from everything that you're seeing in the media or everything that you're seeing because the media is the strongest influence for our culture um and I feel like it plays a role in how we're represented. So for every commercial of interracial dating, which to each their own, I don't really care, but my concern is black people. So in the media, you know, we're starting to see like a lot of diverse couples, LGBTQ plus couples. But for black people, it's like, if you are proud to date someone in your race, it's kind of frowned upon still because it's like, well, aren't all women beautiful or why just black women are queens? Like, a, a lot of people have a problem when we celebrate one when we celebrate each other. Yeah, yeah I think, I think um, that has been something that has been going on for a very long time, you know, before we were born. You know, like I said earlier, um, but with time, it has, it has not, it, it's not the same, you so know. Can you explain that? What I mean by that is, you see, back then, the black home was created just to make profit for the white man. Right now, we could see real love. It's people coming together, a black man and a black woman coming together to have kids just because they want to. And nobody's forcing them or making them have kids or stopping them from having kids. The love is is transparent not too it's vague okay it is a little bit translucent but you can you can say it's so clear that there's no error there's 
there's error to it okay because if you could imagine a black couple having an apartment in in a white neighborhood it's frowned on in 2022 because they're like how they get that money to get the nicest and it might even be the nicest house in the neighborhood Um, because of the history, what we've been through, you know, you can't run away from the past, but you can actually walk forward, you know, you can move forward, you know, and not still engrave yourself in the past. The reason why black love hasn't been moving so, like, flowing so straight like water, for me, I think it's because we haven't really been you know, taking notes and really understanding the fact that we are we are what it is. We are the I future. I feel like it's also hard because of a lot of influence that black people follow. Um, a lot of us don't realize that what we listen to, what we're watching, what we're always consuming really does play a part in your psyche. So we're not paying attention to the little things we it's do. Not a, you're not yeah. having awareness. You're, yeah. you're mindlessly scrolling. You're mindlessly feeding your mind these things of telling you that black men can't, can't be trusted and black men aren't good fathers and black women just want you for your money. So if you're constantly doing that, you're going to start to, your world is going to start to be recreated into thinking that that's reality. So every woman that you come across, you're going to feel like, oh, that she only wants for my money. This bitch only wants for my money. Every man that a black woman comes across, it's like, oh no, he's gonna break my heart. He's a womanizer. So these, your your mind starts to get shaped, yeah. whether you realize it or not. I feel like it's very difficult in this day and age because of all these preconceived notions of what the other person will do to you. Mm-hmm. Black men are all black women are this. Mm-hmm. All black women are this. Mm-hmm. So when it's time to connect, most of the time in black relationships nowadays, it's more physical than anything. And I think we really need to study like take time and really understand the concept of love you know love is natural okay you can't really learn about it but i think we need to have an open mind as black people and not really just hide from or cave ourselves from some certain ideas so when it comes to love pretty much it's not a feeling a lot of people think it's a feeling that i'm always supposed to be happy it's really a commitment like, if you like, say that you love somebody yeah. and that's what it is, you're going to have to do it. It's a, it's a job. It's going to be effortless. It's going to be easy, but it's not without hiccups. It's not without faults. That's loving another person, getting to know them fully for who they are, and not only tolerating them for who they are, but accepting it and realizing that you are also imperfect. They are imperfect, but together, you know, coming together, you can form something that's very supernatural, very above and beyond extraordinary.
we had a better understanding than every other race of men. A lot of black men, they mention that, you know, that if they do date out their race, it's because non-black women are more feminine, more um, understanding, less confrontational. Non-black, non-black women. Yeah, more submissive. And that's the reason that they choose, you know, um, a non-black woman. Even though statistically... Well, I don't agree with that statistic. No, not statistic, but I'm saying statistically, like, black women choose black women, black women choose black women. But why do you think that... You said you don't agree. So I, I agree like, black men choose black men and black women choose black for men. Non- for not, for basically because for black w- women are, uh, are categorized for, as submissive. For the brothers that date out their race, we talk about them, this, you know, uh-huh. they mention that non-blacks pretty much are, do every, are doing everything that a black woman don't. Because, you know, we're always labeled as confrontational, you know, submitted, too strong, all these qualities, too independent. Really? Don't, please don't act like you don't know this. You don't hear these things? Well, no, where I'm from, I'm sorry, guys. But to be honest <laughs> with you, where I'm from, black women are known to be very submissive. You feel me? And in the white race, okay. it's yeah, known so to be woman, very from. masculine. You know, they always want to be the man of the house. Yeah, from a place where women are... So a lot of black men also, if the, if a now if a black woman is black women are never really what we're what we see what we see in the world is black women are never the first choice. Black women just started acting up like <laughs> <laughs> we just start, they just started like saying something you know they were always that, like, what, okay. like you know being advocative like mm-hmm. speaking out their mind, mm-hmm. calling out domestic violence, mm-hmm. calling out abuse. Right, right. They just started off. And I feel like when black women that like I don't want to you know like a couple weeks back we talked about the modern and the traditional woman I feel like like I said I feel like a lot of black women they saw the traditional woman as the, as, yeah, yeah. From the color purple very submissive but, yeah. but not only submissive but mistreated you know a lot of black women in relationships back in the day were very um, it was all. It was a struggle, like of the husband being a leader, but not even a leader as far as protection, punishing, you know, taking his aggressions of the world out on her. So a lot of young black women have seen a single mother do it alone and a single grandmother do it alone. And they haven't had a black man, a black man, excuse me, in their life in generations. So how do you value something that you never seen? How do you value somebody that you've never experienced? Only in these sexual relationships do black women find value and it's not in the men it's what they create together which is the child you know so a lot of black women do feel more confident in raising their child alone because their child it's like they can't invest in the black man like how many baby showers have you attended in your life I've attended a lot of baby showers, you know. Like, if you can make a ballpark guess. I've attended about 50 baby showers. 50? Yeah. And compared to how many weddings? About five weddings. Five weddings? Yeah. For me, I think I've been to about five weddings in my lifetime. One of them was my parents, <laughs> which I was in, you know what I mean? They got married when I was 14. And baby showers, countless. Countless. Me, probably close to 100, close to 100. Do you feel like it's a disconnect there? Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's a problem. I feel like it's a big problem in the black community. 
and like it's a stigma because it's turning into a culture where baby mama is the thing you know girls just have ambitions to be baby mamas they are just want a kid you know and take care of, of that kid you know they don't think about having a home having a family you know they don't think about having a man by their side you know it's not it's not it's not a, it's not a good trend it's it's going on right now and it's not a good one and i feel like when we see the trend um the baby showers are almost like a wedding like the girl she got like this seven length you know seven foot gown and diamonds and you know flower arrangements shit looking like a looking looking lit like a wedding 20 upwards of twenty thousand, you know what i mean and it's like that's her time to shine you know what i mean even though that time to shine should be when you walking down the aisle now it's always gonna be those women that i don't need a man i don't want a man a man doesn't make me i don't want any children you know that's good sis we ain't talking about you they grow older and regret all day right. and if you don't that's fine but i feel like every woman should experience motherhood if you if that's what you choose and a lot of black women they act like they don't want it yeah because they never experienced it a lot of black women have been disappointed oh they've by, been hurt a lot that's what I, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna get to that a lot of black yeah. women have been disappointed in love and instead of saying that it's i don't need a man right you know what i mean i could i miss independent fuck a nigga real ass bitch give a fuck about or it a could nigga. be it could be what their dad did to their mom absolutely and if your first heartbreak was from your father yeah and your father is your first love if you're a girl you know like your father is your first um love absolutely you know? so if you experience a heartbreak from your dad then life you're like fuck niggas oh I, absolutely man, from the beginning yeah uh my dad had shared something with me the other day some some random woman she had posted like you know i don't trust no nigga and i started with my father and like we laughed about it or whatever but like you know that kind of stung I, I thank my father so much just for being there. He was 18 when I was born, you know? That's right. Anybody else with that mentality at that age probably would be scared. He'd tell me all the time he was scared. But the fact that he stuck oh. around and, you know, I have yeah. a great relationship with him and I view men very differently right. because of my relationship yeah, with Yeah, I father. mean, kudos to your dad for an 18-year-old man, you know, Two having kids. a... I mean, yeah. an 18-year-old boy, say what right, it is. Right. <laughs> having a kid, you right, know, right. and still having great relationship to date with yeah he did a splendid job Who's your dad? shout out to, shout out to, to monkey, monkey. D. <laughs> monkey D. Yep. but um you know and watching my brothers you know um particularly my baby brother because he has the most kids three yeah um watching him he reminds me so much of my dad that the, even the, down to the phrases that he says to right. you know tell my nephews and niece like the same things like just the way he deals with them and they remind me of me with the relationship with my dad they love my brother so much honor their father value him so much and if you don't have that it's like what's to miss i can't miss what i never had so not realizing that your father matters you know that relationship with your father is essential and women you know to my sisters we got to be cautious who we're laying with because it could be for life sex is not just for fun and for turning up and all oh, feels good it's for reproduction and if that's always in the back of your head like it's always been in the back of mine that's why i don't have children you know no but, not saying that you know this men are out there perfect or anything no no absolutely not but, but like, we have to be conscious of the yeah, fact that in our black community exactly. black women are having children with the same black men yeah. so it's not like these new it's not like you know it's the same men yeah why are you gonna give a man a baby that's not there for the other ones exactly what do you feel like, why ain't no wap that good in the world that's gonna make 
uh, the wrong type of man do right exactly. at all. Because I mean, you yeah. can't love him enough. Yeah. You can't give him enough pussy. You can't give him enough threesomes. The baby's yeah. not going to no, fix it. Sex can't solve the problem. Can't solve anything. So yeah. you have to be conscious of who you're yeah. sleeping with as far as if you get to know someone and you would realize that the sexual attraction will wear off when you realize that this nigga ain't shit. We're not compatible. Yeah. And we have a lot of ain't shit niggas getting the most pussy in our community. Let's be real. Yeah, that's fact. I mean, we there's a stats about that it'll be for real yeah we have more like shitty guys they call them fuck niggas fuck niggas fuck yeah boys. absolutely yeah getting I mean. the most pussy like we could be honest about that yeah because once again the the culture mm-hmm. the culture is creating a woman that wants the man that's not gonna settle down right. wanna chase this nigga like you don't have to chase anything if it's for you it's gonna come to you it's like attraction like a magnet mm-hmm. not like a treadmill you're not running after anything but you're attracting better. And a lot of black women, like you said, it's childhood trauma. Nobody wants to relate the fact that I, like I was kind of fucked up in childhood to the fact that because I was fucked up in childhood, my decisions in adulthood are kind of childlike, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's psychology. Mm-hmm. You can't run away from it. Right. You have to go past that phase. And you know, one thing I say everywhere I go is that we just have to do better. Right, absolutely, you absolutely. Know, it, it's never, it's never, it's never too bad for you to change. You can always change. I asked the question yesterday to, I think you and right. um, Ray Ray, and I was like, can someone automatically change from bad to good? Is it possible? And your answers were, yeah, it's actually possible for someone to change. It just depends on the mindset. The mindset is everything. When you realize, sometimes when you, the only thing you have in common with your family and your family members is a trauma bond. Sometimes the only thing you have in common with the person that you're sleeping with is a trauma bond. Meaning that the only reason that this person is involved in your life is Mm -hmm. because you're relating to something negative or something Mm -hmm. that impacted you. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're a soulmate. You share the same pain. Right, you share the same pain. Thank you so much for that. You share the same pain. So in your pain, you're creating more, more. because it's unhealed. Yeah, so it's kind of like reopening the wound. Yeah. So when you're intentional, meaning when you're really aware of the things that you're doing and the kind of people you're attracting, like, are you really laying down with the woman because she knows you inside and out? Or are you laying down with her because she got a fat ass? Right. Are you really sleeping with this man because he's there mentally and emotionally to protect you? Or just because he looked good? Like you gotta start really, if once you start unpacking that, you realize, like, damn, I could do better. Are you, you know look, I mean? are you looking for a perfect man or a perfect woman? Because there is none. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Right. You have to work on whoever you with. Because you have to work on yourself. Yeah. You realize how hard <laughs> it is for us as individuals, for me to change, for me to do better, for me to want more in my life. It's hard to even motivate myself. Now, imagine putting all of that on another human being. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be almost impossible. Because at least we, we, we strive every day conflict with ourselves are we going to be productive today are we going to be a bum today you know what i mean every day you choose of what you want to do and that's the same with black love you got to choose it it has to be a choice every day intentional i'm gonna love you despite what the world say i know every day i look on social media and i see that you ain't shit but you know what i'm gonna use this my my life to create my own experience with you my own intimacy and i feel like in black relationships that's what's missing not only just sex not only just stick your dick in my pussy or your dick in whatever in my ass, like whatever to you say. It's oh. communication. But intimacy yeah. is like what they say the word is into me see. Mm-hmm. 
You know yeah. what I mean? See into so it. it's yeah. not just sex. Like it's a whole experience. Like yeah. in our relationship, it's yeah. deeper because we connect on so many levels that the physical is last. Like it's the last connection, but it's the, the best energy. connection. Yeah. Because it, it really is energy. Like yeah. I know all these words are so trendy now. Energy, vibes, vibes intentional, yeah. woke. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but in real life, like you have to. Yeah. You have to. What are, what's the point of waking up every day if yeah. you're not have, if you don't, if there's not purpose behind it? Right. If there's not purpose behind it, so everything in your life should be purpose driven. Yeah. I'm I'm only gonna choose the best partner for me. I don't care how good you look. Mm-hmm. You you could be the best looking, but are you the best fit for me? Yeah. I mean, it, it has to do with the work. Like I said, everything mm-hmm. goes with how hard you're willing to work. You know. Yes. Can you can you are you willing to sacrifice? your time to be with a person that will work on you and you will work on the person and in this culture and, always and and listen not nothing is nothing is given to you on the platter of gold go ask your parents it's not like that you think you just go meet a perfect dude it's not gonna happen you're gonna meet a guy that would regular, love you right a regular regular pre- <laughs> right but he's gonna have this subs. whole yeah. six-figure nigga no like the average person in america is on a fifty thousand dollar salary and that's not even a black man, you right, feel me? Right. So think about a black man in America. He gonna be making significantly less. Does his does his paycheck have anything to do with his heart? You know what I mean? No. So you have to. That's what I said. Get off the social media. Sometimes log the fuck off, especially yeah. if you're an adult. Like, be realistic about be realistic what you're seeing. About what you if want. you if the if the main man you see every day is the bus driver or the hardworking brother, at, you know, at his regular nine to five job. Yeah. Stop being so unrealistic, thinking that you're about to you about to get a Bill Gates. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Especially if you're regular players. yourself. Yeah. Like it's okay to be regular. Okay, it's so okay to love tell me so- how like a, a regular class lady aspires to get a high class man. Um, you know, that's, like that's I said, trend. social right, media right, is right. trendy. A lot of people, <laughs> I don't care who you are, how old you are, everybody gets that little feeling of jealousy. But it's when okay. It's, it's, o- fine. It's, it's okay, okay to, to have aspirations. Okay? It's okay to have aspirations. Such as a regular man aspiring to get a high class lady. It's okay to have okay. aspirations. Yeah. That's fine. That's but fine. But you gotta be realistic about to work. Yeah, yeah. So realize the black man in America, the state of the black man in America. It's a lot of unemployment. It's a lot of incarceration. It's a lot of felons that's trying to get work. Think about the salary of a black man in America. It's not gonna. They're not. Everybody not gonna be a billionaire. So you have to be realistic. Of what are what are you really looking for as a woman? Are you really looking for a nigga with money? Are you looking for a man that you could build your dreams with and share that with? talk black women and i'm a pick me that's not it you, you feel me i feel like i've never heard a black man say that they don't need a woman right i don't need no woman like i i, I can take care of myself it's, it's just preposterous like if that's your preference it doesn't need to be stated you know what i mean right love is a beautiful thing it is it's not something to run from you don't need a backup plan if you are so certain you know i don't like that no face no case you know how People be like, oh, I'm not sure my man, or I'm not sure my woman, no face, no case. I feel like that's uncertainty. Because yeah. if you're sure, and it's not just about a social media thing showing me off, they be in pictures with their homies, you know what I mean? Like, love is a beautiful thing, and when you get the right person, it's going to make you a better person. Absolutely. You know, not looking for somebody to bring you happiness, but looking for someone to have partnership within life. Yeah. And they're going to add to your happiness. Yeah. 
So if something is broken within, you can't even recognize a good person because of all the disappointment. I've heard um, Latino girls talk about they don't deal with black guys i mean they're telling me to my face so i'm not even you know tripping about saying this on your mic because it's real they don't like black people they don't like black boys so I, i think black men should just do better respect yourself you know like know these people know them for who they are when it comes to females like it's nice it, it's it's nothing to be it don't take too much to be nice but just know that yours is yours do you think do you think a lot of black men choose the wrong black woman like the wrong type of black woman i don't do think, think there's a the wrong type of black well woman. when i say wrong i mean the 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 toxic type you know the kind i feel like a black man you have to be cautious of the woman you're choosing to. okay so let me take you back to what i said about work you didn't agree with confirm with me okay i'm pushing you back now when it comes to a woman there's complications when it comes to a man there's also complications right that's true so you can like i said you're looking for a perfect man good luck good luck trying you will never find a perfect man but you will find someone that would love you okay and you have to work with what you have work it's like clay you're gonna sculpt it yeah i feel like a lot of black women be like i ain't raising no man and your mama should have taught you but sometimes you know the person outside of the parents you know somebody outside of you getting to learn a black man is getting to know his heart his spirit his his irritations his frustrations and not looking down at that if you're a black woman that's fortunate enough for a black man to open up to you and come to you with all his trauma you should feel privileged I'm not telling you to raise. You know the difference as a woman. You know who's immature, who's. It's childish. not about finance. It's something about you giving a man so much trauma that he quit drinking, but now he's back at the pub. Mm-hmm. You want to speak life. A lot. Of, I think a, a lot of misconceptions regarding black men is that you guys are robots. That you're fearless. That you don't feel. And so even society plays up that the black man is the scariest. You're so correct. Everybody is scary of a black man. So when we look at you, we don't... Initially, a lot of people have to realize that you are human, that you do feel something, that you can love a woman, that you can love your kids and be a part of their lives, that you can be a part of your woman's life, that you can commit to a black woman and be there for her and speak life also into her. So I feel like we have to get out of our heads when it comes to black men being an enemy, being a threat, because... Literally, as a black woman, I know it's hard for me, but I don't have to worry about getting into an altercation with another black woman because of what I have on. You know what I mean? Getting uh, stereotyped by the police. Yeah, we know the police ain't shit half the time, more than half the time. But I don't have to worry about like the police getting behind me. I don't get nervous like that. You know what I mean? So it's another, it's, it's armor that you guys have to wear every day. And as a black woman, I feel like my experience with black men is the fact that, like you said, I do understand. I do know that. In my workplace, they be trying to give me shit. I know in your workplace, they trying to give you shit. So why don't we talk about that at the end of the day together? How can we navigate this world together while it's still systematic racism, still pressures? We still might not be approved for a loan for this house. We still have to work twice as hard together. So me plus you, we working four times as hard in life to get a regular, you know, to have a regular living. When you really realize and break down the 
all the ops against a black couple, right. you would choose black love. Yeah, you know what I mean? And black love is so beautiful. Um, it's really beautiful in the sense that you have your blood flowing from the same, you know, vessel like you know, Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, this is this is you know what you you get it. Right. You know, you, you actually know what you're getting with black love. You know, you know this is my heritage. You know, this is my my roots, my king. You know, that's how. They, but but when when you mix and match and do deals and trying to get buy one get four free. <laughs> I feel like it's also yes, yeah, like it's probably like my parents both chocolate. You know, had six kids together. We all like different shades. You and I both chocolate. I feel like when we go out, we it's not even causing riot. It's start starting to riot. It's causing the scene. It's the fact that people know we are we're in love. Like yeah, know. and it's been so frowned on. So we can't we can't really hate on ourselves right now. You can't say, oh, I don't want to black. We've been hated for for then. decades. Right. Centuries. Centuries. So right. now we can express our love and let's do it. Let's go out there and express it. Yeah, well, if you're in love, like, show that shit off. Show that black love off. Because we definitely do. Definitely do. Like, you said something about having sex, you know. Mm-hmm. Intimacy versus lust. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I believe that it's not just about sex. You could, black love is always stigmatized to not adventuring going out for adventure we have that stigma oh we're not going to go do go surfing right try going go on an adventure diving. that's what i'm saying do something wild in your wild something, in relationship yeah. in your relationships be different like be creative don't do think, do don't just go on a date go on a on a on a creative discover date interest, yeah. discover interest like even something that we did create a business idea yeah. and push each other to start that shit like it's a it's a very great experience when you choose somebody that actually likes you yeah. when you choose somebody that actually chooses you when it's not a a a, 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 a games you know what i mean we don't play games from the very beginning i think our our mission has been for life you know what i mean to to to, to partake in something that's going to last forever because that's the stage of my life that i mean i've always been in that way as a young woman but you know growing up dating black black men you know i'm a lot as far as my mentality. I know that it's going to be. What advice can you offer a black man who may be listening, who is trying to create more tranquility and more peace in his household with the black woman? How can we get back to those happy homes? Happy homes, like you said, you know, mm-hmm. a house is what? Not a home, unless Beautiful. there's what? There's, there's what? You don't know what you're going to draw me. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. Right, <laughs> okay, finish but, it then. I forgot. <laughs> right, that's what I thought. But, guys, you just got to be, you know, honest with your women. You got to be tram- trans- transparent. Transparent. Is that the word? Yeah. You got to be transparent and... For me, I was raised in a home. You know, I wasn't raised in a house. I was raised with fortunate to be raised with my mom and my dad. Um, thank God for that. You know, and it, it wasn't it wasn't all rosy, but but I, I I learned something from my dad. He knew when not to speak. He knew when yeah yeah he knew just when not to speak. Like 
he might not walk walk away, but he just knew when not to say nothing. Let your mom be her shit. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> let her be her. You know, and that was a key. That was one thing I took away from him. So, guys, if you didn't take anything away from this podcast, remember, just know when to speak and when not to. You silence is gold, like my mom would say. And for me, my mom was the peacemaker between the two. My dad was young, very full of hormones, fired up, adrenaline, testosterone. And my mom always had that feminine energy. I never saw her get out of character. So that created my dad. If my dad was on a 10, my mom always stayed out of one. Never matched that 10. So when you have a, when you're in a relationship, you want to choose somebody, the yin to your yang. It can't be two yings. And it can't be too young. You feel me? Because that's going to be explosive. So you don't want to get, you don't want the man to be dynamite and the woman to be a lighter. Right. Then when I, everybody can't be riled up. So it has to be a partner, whether the man, for you, which was your father, whether the woman, which was my, in my household, to calm the situation. Yeah. It's not perfection. It's about progress. It's about learning the person that you're with. Are we in this for a lifetime or for a good time? Like, be intentional with the environment you create because when children become a part of it or if children are already a part of it or if you're coming with your own children and you're blending a family you have to set this tone for the household communication is key don't tell your business to everybody tell your business to your partner you want to make sure that nobody comes between this this solid foundation that you have yeah whether arguments high or water you're going to choose your partner first this is a part of you You should not make your partner feel like they're disposable. It should not be mental um, war going on. Silence is golden. It is. But when you find the words, it's time to communicate that. You don't want to spend days in a silent environment or giving each other the silent treatment. That's not growth. That's childish. It's nice how you talked about um, giving your, your spouses, you know, validation. Right, right. And not just going outside to seek for other cons- consultations. Because like we said, the age of, you know, the new age is like you can go on social media and find somebody else that replaces this person. Yeah. But realize that people aren't replaceable. Yeah. Everyone is not replaceable. You could date who- whoever, but when you find that person that fits your soul and trust me, you will know. If you haven't experienced it, it just hasn't happened yet. But everybody is somebody for everybody. Seven billion people on this earth, so you will find somebody for you. Exactly. You know, making sure that your your spouse's opinion is valid. You know, sometimes might not be right, but you know, criticizing constructively will also do a great job in your relationship. Learning to disagree if you don't agree, that's fine. It's not a battle. A lot of people in their intimate partnerships with people, they use that because you're the closest to them. You're the most. You're the you're the one that they bleed on the most or lash out on the most. The closest person to you should be your confidant, should be your best friend. Don't treat them like they're not. Don't be emotionally manipulative or abusive or withholding sex from them because you're mad. Like, learn how to, despite your personal feelings, be in a relationship. Learn how to be in a relationship. A lot of people don't. It's not just about sex. It's also about, is your man having a hard day? Can he he lay his head on your shoulder? Can he cry? Can he release frustration and tears around you without you saying, oh, this bitch ass nigga crying? Like... You cannot ask for something and then take it away. Like, if you ask for vulnerability in a relationship, like I said, make sure you hold that to heart. So when you mad, you won't be like, oh, that's why your mama was on crack for 20 years. Like, don't do that. Yeah. 
and homies too that be listening to their homeboys. Yeah, but he let don't, him go to friends. He don't know better, guys. Like that friend that tell you to, you know, treat your girl like a bitch. He don't know better. He does not know better. That guy that would tell you to like let your girl go or like not try to give you a proper solution. He don't know better. And sometimes he does know better because he knows how loyal your girl is. What do you mean he and know he just, better? He wants you to fuck up so he can slide on in there. Let's be real. Like let's be clear. Men know they know the value of your woman. No real friend, That's no funny. real no real girlfriend, no real homeboy is gonna fuck up your happy home. Exactly. That's another thing. Watch right. the company you keep. That's a Watch the family that surrounds you. Yeah, don't have no point. If your mom ain't got a man sis and you happy Live your life, be with your man. Don't let your family, don't let your friends make a bigger imprint in your relationship than your partner. Right. That was a beautiful idea you just brought, um, making your family be more significant. I mean, it's very important. Family is key. Family is important. But remember, like, your spouse is your future. You know, your family is still your present and was your past. But your spouse is the future. And in order for you to have that wholesome, you have to find a way to, you know, maneuver the three, the past, the present, and the future together. So that way you just have a harmony, way and balance, so that your family is no more important than your spouse. And your spouse doesn't give you that or to make them, you know, to, to choose your di- family. Yeah, to discard right. your family or something. It's, like it's that. literally a healthy relationship, is they don't have to be best friends with your with your family best friends buddy buddy but it's, it's a respect there yeah i think that two become one, in the middle, that yeah. these families blend together it's supposed to all feel like family your family my family our family you feel me and the family that you create remember that like you mentioned it's very important if you people shouldn't be disposable to you if you're having if you're creating a life with somebody you should see a future with them mm. you should not just bring a child here because of oops <laughs> you know what i mean it should be intentional if we do lay down together, if we do end up having a child from this union, even if it doesn't work out, we're going to be the best of friends. And don't forget, mistake happened. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, you might have a paraventure, you know, something happened and then had a kid on the way. That's not a flop, okay? It might be, that might be your stepping stone. It might be just the way to your ladder, the next step on your ladder, you know, to get to your greater height. So embrace every flop with graciousness not like take it in goodwill because if you stressed about it then you end up having a kid that is raised without love take every situation in goodwill that way you raise a, a good kid you know even if you had that kid by oops like you said and not i'm not being naive i know with mental health with domestic violence with substance and drug abuse that every relationship cannot work everything's not gonna be 50 um, you know perfection everything not gonna be 100 some people really do need to break up and need to call you know call it quits but in that event then that's when you learn and you do better and you choose better and you take the time to learn how people are and how they how they live so that you can say is my life is this gonna fit my life so the more that you date and the more that these relationships don't work it's gonna be essential for you to just take the time out for yourself and realize where did i play my part where did I go wrong? What did I do? What didn't I do? What won't, what won't I do again? Yeah, and um, to say this, because we barely have time, right? Just to say this. Um, okay, I could go. <laughs> Thank you. Just to say this, you know, um, abuse in relationships is, is, is a big deal. Um, ladies, you can afford to keep forgiving that guy. 
that keeps laying his hands on you. You can't keep doing that. Like she said earlier, some relationship just gotta get cut off. You just gotta cut it off. Because he did it once, he will do it again. And do not condole abuse. Like, don't condole it. He hit you once, speak out. Talk to somebody, you know, speak out. Privacy and secrecy is two different things. Privacy is something that in a healthy relationship you want to minimize who who is in your business. Secrecy, that's different. That's you're hiding something from your family, from your friends. We never want you to be secret, secretly in a relationship that you're, you know, suffering. Love is not suffering. Love is not silence. Your, your love will be empowering. Your love will bring out the best in you. Realize when somebody is tearing that down. Realize that somebody don't want you to be the best. Find a partner that encourages you and pushes you beyond bounds in the positive direction. You don't want to date somebody that's holding you back. Only want to date the best. Well, we've reached the end of our 12th episode. I thank you so much for tuning in week after week, spinning the block with us. Thank you so much for listening. To get in touch with us, you can email us at officialairittfout at gmail.com. That's officialairittfout at gmail.com. Follow the TikTok at airitthefuckoutpodcast. Follow us on Instagram at airitthefuckoutpodcast. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at airitthefuckoutpodcast. Turn on those notifications so you'll be notified every time an episode drops. Once again, it's your girl, Queen Smoke. It's your boy, Vike Will. See y'all next week. It's a wrap.